Today we talk about how capitalists suck the life out of millennials. And how Lucy Liu is a boss. Same difference. Set It Up is an American romantic comedy starring Zoe Deutsch, Glenn Powell, Tay Diggs, and Lucy Liu. Directed by Claire Scanlon and written by Katie Silberman, it follows the story of Harper and Charlie, two overworked assistants who try to set up their two bosses to get a break from their hectic schedules. It debuted on Netflix last June 12, 2018. This is not a spoiler-free podcast, so when you hear this singer... Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Be sure to go out, watch the movie, then come straight back to us. So before we get a going, we just want to send a big shout out and thank you to our friend Nikki. Woo! She makes every podcast here possible. She's like the funniest of the three of us. But she won't talk. Yeah, like that's the thing. She's over there. So you have to take her word that we actually do have a friend named Nikki. Or do we? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, set it up. Uh, one of those movies where they keep showing me the trailer on YouTube every five videos. <laughs> just every single time. We're full on parent trapping. I think we would know when we're parent trapping. Just that trailer every single time. Uh, how did you first come across Set It Up? Yeah, exactly. It was a YouTube trailer actually. And um, I think I was watching a random video about Lucy Lou, And it suddenly popped up and then I saw that all the amazing people were in it so I was like hey this actually might be good so yeah I think I just kind of caved because I was just being bombarded by so much advertising that I thought yeah okay I'll watch your movie and I am a fan of like a very light-hearted chill romantic comedy in the first place so I was pretty much ready to watch set it up actually it was interesting before mm-hmm. we watched set it up we watched uh, the kissing booth oh my god that was another uh, movie that I was bombarded by. Like, all the trailers were always before every single YouTube video. And oh my gosh. We just came. I hate that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you like The Kissing Booth, then good for you. If you like the book, then good for you. It was so bad. I hated The Kissing Booth. It was a terrible movie. I mean, it's movie. trash. It's not your trash, but it is trash. It's someone's trash. It's- I know people who consider it amazing trash. good for them <laughs> they they may feel free to enjoy but it but back to set it up it's actually one of the um i think one of the greatest not really the greatest or one of the best romantic comedies this decade because um i have noticed the genre has been dying since then like um i can't think of any big romantic comedy in the 2010s and above that that really hit us so close to home like the, when I think romantic comedies, I think... Of the 90s. Yeah, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Um, Julie, uh, San- Julia Roberts. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Those are the rom-com kings and queens. Yeah, and then it kind of had a bit of a resurgence in uh, the early 2000s, mid-2000s with people like Ryan Gosling, uh, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, but that was more of a dramatic kind of romantic comedy. And set it up, it's just light. Stupid fluff. It's fluffy. <laughs> it's so fluffy and it's so funny. Uh, who were some of your favorite characters from Set It Up? Okay, so obviously Lucy Lou just kills it in every single role that she's in. She's so bomb in this movie. It's fantastic. She she just like let loose on this movie. Like you could tell that she was having so much fun with this role because she was just this mega bitch boss. If you guys have ever seen Charlie's Angels, the one with Lucy Liu in it, 
And you guys remember that scene where she's undercover as like a corporate trainer and she's going around with like a whip, whipping these men up into shape. That's basically her character, but like for the whole movie. It's amazing. It's so amazing. She's so good in this. I I, I also love, um, not really a main character, but Davidson. Pete Davidson, man. Mr. Ariana Grande himself. He was a great gay man. He was the <laughs> he was the gay best friend that you just love, and who's actually has a healthy love life and a good relationship with a heterosexual man who does not care that the that he is gay. He doesn't really have a love life. He just kind of hooks up with everybody. I mean, we're just gonna keep it PG right now. <laughs> like we know what I mean by love life. We okay. know. Okay, I mean if that's how you want to go. Uh, but yeah, Pete Davidson was really funny in this. I think we're definitely going to mention a couple of his scenes in the spoiler section later on. So you guys stick around definitely to hear about that. Tate Diggs was also amazing as being totally unlovable. Mr. Idina Menzel. Funny thing, he's the best when he's acting black. Like, like his blackest <laughs> scenes are the best scenes. That's when I actually almost ended up tolerating him. But when he's like... A white aggro. Oh no, he's a yeah. fucking grapple. He's uh, he's he's, he's kind of <laughs> trash. So basically, uh, for the people who haven't seen Set It Up yet, uh, Charlie and Harper are just these uh, sad Anne Hathaway type characters. From, Anne Hathaway from Devil Wears Prada. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So basically, imagine if Devil Wears Prada, if it was like there was two of them, and then they ended up getting together. That's not a spoiler. C- come on, you guys know how movies work. You guys know how <laughs> movies work. It's a romantic comedy, and of course, the leads are gonna get, get together. together. I mean, if I had to explain that to you, like, oh no, I'm watching Set It Up. What could happen next? Yeah, so they definitely end up getting together, and that, I think that's one of the key parts of this movie that makes it so wonderful and unique is that they don't just dive into that particular subplot immediately. They let it. They let it kind of simmer and build over time, which allows you to really get to know the characters and invest in them before you can actively root for them getting together. They actually have a lot of chemistry, so even if they're just acting as friends, you can really feel it from there. And even if, like, it's not chemistry where you want to make them bone right away. It's just chemistry where you enjoy every single interaction they have with each other. They're just so funny. The The screenplay by Katie Silberman is just... So very tight. There's a lot of jokes in there. A lot of it packed in. It's so witty. It and is. it's so witty in an intelligent way. Yeah, yeah. It's really it's really good stuff. And uh, the screenplay really develops all four of these central characters to a point where you really feel like you know them by the end of the movie. And that's why you get more and more invested in their interactions with each other. Exactly. Um, one of my friends says that it is one of the most to- tolerable... I can't... Words. It is the most <laughs> tolerable heterosexual romantic comedy of this day and age. And I think that says a lot. Yeah, that's pretty fair. That's... I, I, I can't recall any other romantic comedies I've seen from this decade, now that you mention it. All of it yeah, is... Yeah, I was saying that. Yeah, 90s stuff, 2000 stuff. This one is the first one that really sticks out, and it's coming Wow, like, stealing my ideas from earlier on in the podcast. I am affirming you and affirming. saying that you're right. All right. If, that, if you have an issue with that, I can just disagree. No, no, no. Say that I'm right. Just say that I'm right. Like, say that phrase and leave it at that. I find it weird that it's... <laughs> 
I find it weird that it took like eight years of this decade to come out with a romantic comedy we're kind of happy with. I don't know. Everyone was looking for um, nuance, I think, in the romantic comedies. Like, happily ever after don't exist. We were kind of sick of the Disney trope where um, like a man and a woman get together and like live happily ever after. And then we kind of just like entered this era where there's just a lot of um, cynicism. Red, yeah, cynicism and like love doesn't exist hookup culture isn't real the single life is amazing and stuff like that Mm-mm. and then we enter into this movie um i guess love conquers all yeah <laughs> that's basically it like love conquers unemployment it's so <laughs> refreshing in that you know you just you just have a good time with this movie. Uh, there, there. It's not a perfect movie. We're gonna. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely it's gonna not... talk about some stuff. Oh. Uh, in okay. the spoiler section. I think I'm gonna talk about some stuff too. I don't know if we'll talk about the same stuff. I have a feeling that what you're implying is what I'm gonna say. Okay, so like, I just have a feeling. So we'll see about that. But for now, we're gonna go into a little segment that we like to call ship or sink. Ship. I love your face and I love your butt. Or sink. We were on a break! We were on a break! So we did this segment in the first ever episode of The Same Difference. And not a lot of people understood what it is. So basically, Ship or Sink is a segment in our podcast where we discuss certain relationships present in the text that we're like analyzing. So we're going to talk about if we like it, if it's good, if if it's healthy. <laughs> and we're just going to go from there. Okay. okay. Number 1. Becca and Harper. This is this is so ship for me. <sighs> not not only are they <sighs> not only are they really good friends. Like they're just really healthy as friends. They're very supportive to each other. Yeah. They like Meet each other's significant others and create bonds with them. They actually feel like a typical um, female best friendship. Yes. Like, if I know it. Like, I'm sure, like, Nikki over here knows what it's like to be, like, my Becca who always, like, tries, like, keeps me on my toes. I love how you're the protagonist. I am the protagonist. Nikki gets to be the supporting actress with, like, three scenes. I mean, like... In fairness, we are all our own protagonists. That's true. That's true. And I'm sure in Nikki's Nikki's like movie, you're her Becca. I am the, het- <laughs> I am the heterosexual token character. Yeah, you're the you're the token straight. I'm the token straight in Nikki's uh, movie. So uh, I, I like Becca and Harper. They they really encourage each other. Uh, there was that scene where Harper's trying to get her article written. And Becca's the one who really like just gets in her face and like, dude, just write, write the thing, write the oh, damn thing. That was thing. so adorable. Yeah, it's it it's it works. They help each other grow, and I think that's one of the key uh, aspects of any kind of friendship. So definitely ship for me. What do you think? Very very much ship. Mm-hmm. Up next we have Rick and Charlie. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so Rick. For those of you keeping track, is Tay Diggs's character? That is a definite sink for me. Go tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about Rick as a character. Rick is the boss that you hate. It's the worst. He's the worst. Imagine every single thing you hate about your boss multiplied by ten, and you have to be with him twenty hours a day. If you like, take Meryl Streep from *The Devil Wears Prada*. And you make her insane 
and violent. I mean, more insane or and more violent. That's Tay Diggs in this movie. Yeah, like there is very little to talk about. Like when you ask me what I like about him, there's absolutely none. I yeah, think. he's not a very likable um, guy. There's only like one scene where she, he becomes almost likable and he's incapacitated and drunk yeah, in that has, scene. He has to be drunk to be a nice person. I, mean, I know people like that, but... Horrible. But, horrible man. Uh, yeah. And I hate how he treats Charlie. Like, he treats people like trash. Yeah. But Charlie's at the bottom of the trash can. And he fires everyone. He fires... Pencil dick? Pencil, Pen- dick. Pencil dick. Pencil dick. Pencil dick. He's, he... he He's like Donald Trump on steroids in this. A black in, Donald I'm, Trump. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> There's a paradox. Is that not fair? Um, uh, oh my gosh. But yeah, he's like, he's the face of capitalism. That's yeah. how I would describe him. And that's why he doesn't do well. Yeah, very much, Charlie. very much sync. And for me, it's a simple reason why they're sync. Rick, Rick wrecks Charlie's laptop. And that's not, that's not mm. cool. That's not cool. You don't don't do that to a man's laptop up, or a woman's laptop. Up next, we got Rick and Kirsten. Oh which my is gosh! A definitely, like it's a definite sink. It's such, again. It's such a sink because Rick is just a trash fire. He is just a trash like, fire. Like there is no relationship of Rick which you will root for. Yeah, because he's horrible. So Rick and Kirsten, right? These are this is the Tay Diggs and the Lucy Liu character, and. These are who Harper and Charlie are trying to get together the whole movie. They're, like, manipulating everything so that they kind of have, like, a meet-cute and try to set up dates for them. And it's just bad. And you know the best part is they don't actually have chemistry on screen. Yeah, they don't. They actually don't. Yeah, and I think that's the point. It's kind of awkward with them. Yeah, it's the point. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing seeing how a couple you're not supposed to root for is someone you really don't root for because there's nothing cute or redeemable about that I think one of the worst parts of this relationship was when they went to Korean barbecue. The Korean barbecue scene, which we will discuss later on. Number four, Becca and Mike. Okay, they're they're the couple that you're supposed to root for. They're perfect from start to end, so it's a definite shift for me. Alright, so Mike is uh, Becca's fiancé in this movie. And uh, they, they, they actually start out, their introductory scene is Mike proposing to Becca. They're kind of like uh, the supporting players in Harper's life, right? But they have such a wonderful scene about halfway through the film that we're gonna... Aww. Yeah, we're gonna get into that more a little later. But uh, suffice it to say, they're such a lovely and loving couple. Um, Just to summarize everything, they're b- basically the foil of Rick and Kirsten. Yes, they're total opposite of Rick and Kirsten. This is just pure genuine, happy, healthy love. So very much a ship. Up next, we got Charlie and Suze. Suze is the hot supermodel girlfriend of Charlie. Yeah, but who is she? That's the point. No one really knows because Charlie doesn't know. Like on the inside, like, who is she? There's nothing about her. So that's a that's a sink. She's that's a, just like an automatic sink. Yeah, she's just a literal placeholder. Just there. Yeah, I think that's the point. And yeah, yeah, she's not a very nice person either. She's kind of like she's shallow. She's kind of shallow. She's meant to be shallow. Yeah. And finally, ah, oh, the finale. Ch- Charlie and Harper. I love it. I ship them. They're, They're so cute. The actors have so much chemistry. It's brimming. They're so cute. 
I adore them together. They're so oh funny. They're so funny and so adorable. Probably the best scene between them. They have the them. best banter. They do have the best banter, like even from the start. But probably my favorite scene between them is the pizza scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that later as well. So, yeah, that's it for Ship or Sink. Ship. I love your face and I love your butt. Or Sink. We were on the break! We were on the break! Alright, so it's time to get into some of the spoilers about this movie. We're going to be talking about some scenes in great detail. So you have been warned. Put the podcast on pause, open up your Netflix and fire this movie up and then come right back to us. The first scene that I wanted to talk about that I think we touched on a little earlier is uh, the Korean barbecue scene. Okay, so that scene is basically... They they don't show what happened, but by Lucy Liu's account. And I think it's pretty accurate. You can already tell how bad that date was. That was the only date Charlie and Harper did not um, maneuver, I guess. So basically what happens is Tay Diggs and Lucy Lou go on a date. And it's a very bad date because Tay Diggs eats the rot, not the rotten, the raw meat of the Korean barbecue, what even with idiot. a grill in front of them. What so, like, we all know how big Korean barbecue is right now. Yeah, it's pretty huge. And it's just, it's just dumb. Yeah. It we, just shows how dumb Tay Diggs is. Basically, Rick, Rick <laughs> didn't know how to eat Korean barbecue. He thought it was steak tartare. So he just put the raw meat in his mouth. And chewed. Yeah, because he's an idiot. And he was pretending that he knew what Korean barbecue like, was. Like, oh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. In that, in that low, like annoying voice it's my favorite <laughs> meal and and lucy lou here was like just really trying to get him to cook it because you yeah, know what's gonna stupid. happen you know so, yeah happen. so rick ends up puking on the grill gross like that's really <laughs> gross but you know that just goes to show what kind of person rick is that he'd rather get sick than be you know taught something by a woman i mean rick rick has always been like misogynistic throughout the film like trash fire like um every single thing that he complains about is basically women not fitting his standards. So I remember, I distinctly remember one scene where um, I think Charlie's listening to either a radio show or a telephone call from Rick. I can't really tell. And basically Rick says that he will not ever sleep or be with a girl who does not shave or have clean, hairless legs. And that, you know... You know, that's Yeah, he, that. he wants them to shave down there. Yeah, yeah so basically... like, dude... Uh, dude, come on. Like, and and he, he cheats on Lucy <laughs> Liu with his ex-wife. Who is married, by Kiki. the way. He calls Kirsten Kiki. <laughs> yeah, he calls her Kiki. It's the worst. Okay, can we just talk about how dumb of a name Kiki is? It's, Why are you so mad at Kiki? It's such a bad name. Like... Kiki, what are you like a tropical drink or something? Can we like apologize okay, to anyone listening? Oh, I'm sorry. Who Kiki. might be named Kiki? I mean, I'm sorry, Kiki. I'm probably projecting my own emotions onto like this third-party character. She doesn't so... even know anyone named <laughs> Kiki. I don't understand where this hate comes Kiki. from. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, and okay. Uh, we 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 said that it's not a perfect movie, yeah. but before we get to the negatives. Let's talk about our favorite scene. Okay, my favorite scene, or our favorite scene, is probably the pizza scene. Yeah. And but directly before that is Becca's speech 
about love <gasps> on the rooftop. So this is Becca and uh, Mike's engagement party. And Becca gives this beautiful speech. And and it says that one quote which everyone like remembers from that movie. And it's, you like because you love despite. Oh my god! Tweetable! <laughs> Tweetable! I know, like, I searched that phrase, like, um, I think the hour after I watched the movie. And there were, like, thousands of people just, like... Like because love despite like because love despite it's like so over and over it's it's a great line like it's, it's a, a great way to describe it love it is a great yeah. uh, way to describe love and her yeah. whole speech her delivery when she's talking about Mike and yeah. all the little quirks about him that are kind of dark it pays and off in the end like the end scene the end. of the movie is um okay so Charlie and Harper they had of course their rom com fight and this is when they're making up like yeah, five minutes before the end third of the movie. Third act argument. Third act argument. Yeah, third act argument. And then the way that Harper says I love you is so cute. She lists down everything annoying about Charlie. And then Charlie lists down everything annoying about Harper. And then they end with And, and yet, yet. <laughs> <laughs> My so she's judging her heterosexual friends right now. My heart, it's so good. It's, it's, it's so, such a great line. It's so fluffy and sweet and bubblegum. It's you know you know what? That's such a great way to say I love you when you're annoyed with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, so next time <laughs> like, next time you just you just say the thing that's annoying about them. And then just end with an end and yet. yet. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then your fight turns into like something super sweet and killing. Yeah, so and just, then like the music will play. The credits will roll. You're welcome, couples. <laughs> that one's for free. That one is for free. Love advice by Ika and Joseph. <laughs> That's right. All right. So uh, it, it's not a perfect movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not a perfect movie. I mean, I'm gonna. I want to uh, say it is. Go. You, 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 what didn't you like? Uh, I hate doing this. I hate nitpicking things I love. Um. Well, basically, I guess I didn't like how they treated exploitation of workers. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they both quit their yeah, job. Yeah, they both the quit their job. But then I felt like, well, okay, let's admit it. As much as amazing as Lucy Liu is, she was kind She's of a bitch. So great. She was kind of a bitch to Harper. She is, yeah, yeah. Like, and 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 she never really paid for her sins. Yeah, Harper had to leave. Yeah, Harper Har- had to leave. And and in a way, she was also still being praised by Harper because um. Let's face it, she was super unethical and Harper was just describing her as like this big bad bitch woman. Yeah, Harper like, Harper developed a lot it's like, of Stockholm Syndrome it's for like, Lucy Liu. Uh the devil wears Prada, but Meryl Streep gets off scotch free. Mm, that's and, true. And and there's no um Meryl Streep does get off scotch free. Yeah, she does, but there's no criticism of the system in this movie, and I get it, it's a rom com. It's just like I don't think that's fair because they leave. So them leaving is kind of like an acknowledgement that it's not going anywhere for their careers, right? Yeah, it's no, 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 not the one that it's not going anywhere. It's just that it's not for them, I guess. Hmm. That's how I. For me, it looked like the pro tags were kind of like escaping the system by yeah. quitting these horrible, well, horrible jobs. I guess, yeah, they are escaping the system, but they're still kind of. I guess Harper's still kind of praising the system or playing the game of the yeah, system. She never I really guess, yeah. sees through Lucy Lou. Like, which is kind of problematic, especially as an unemployed 
millennial like i see it it's 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 kind of bad like i don't know it seems very white feminist like yeah you have this great female female relationship between lucy lu and zoe deutsch but then is it great it's not that it's not great. great it's not great guys lucy like, lu's pretty horrible to her like yeah, yeah, throughout i guess that's my own criticism and i guess kind of relate to zoe <laughs> like, I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. Joseph has called me out so many times when I acted like Harper. Yeah, like, you you kind of love the people who hate uh, you. You kind of love the people who hate you. Uh, but you know that 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 that's for your therapist to <laughs> parse out. Like uh, you guys are not my therapist. Yeah, we're just here to talk about a movie. <laughs> okay, up to you. Up okay, for me, you know, I hate the elevator scene. Okay. Oh yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, okay. It's uh... legitimately horrible. Okay, okay. Now this is nothing to do with Titus Burgess, who is just a godsend from heaven above. Okay, because Titus Burgess is just an amazing actor, the most beautiful man, creature thing that you've ever seen in your life, right? And he's there giving an amazing performance with a strange character dynamic, succulents. I love it's, succulents. It's, it's not Titus. It's um, it's, it's, it's the other guy. Yeah, it's the delivery guy I in think, the elevator. Why do you have to pee? Why do you have to write I, it in that he pees during this scene? It's, it's so, yeah, it's a gross scene. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird and it's uncomfortable. It's gross. I mean, like it's meant to be weird and uncomfortable and gross. But I think there are other ways to do it which are less gross. That scene is such a turnoff to me that whenever I saw it in the trailer, you know, you can just fast forward that scene when we watch it. Yeah, but. Titus Titus Burgess is so good at it. Titus is great. He's so fantastic. I don't know about you, but I think that was a wonderful success. <laughs> He's so good. Thanks, Creepy Tim. People call me Creepy Tim. I love it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like um, yeah, he's basically the best part of the scene. Yeah. And if you're gonna watch that scene, just watch it for yeah. Titus. He's he's fantastic. Creepy Tim. Uh, he's the guy in your basement. I wish Creepy Tim worked in my building. I don't have a building. What am you I just saying? have a building. I have a house. Jeez. You, have, like, you want Creepy Tim to be in the basement of your house. I don't even have a basement in my house. If I had a basement in my house, I would let Creepy Tim live in it. And you're going to fill the room with succulents. succulents. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. Set it up. Fantastic movie. I, I don't know. If you're looking for something like super lighthearted and chill yeah. to watch with a significant other, then uh, throw this movie on. Like... We fell in love with it. Yeah. Here's a tip. If you're fighting, put it on and wait for the, like, because love this fight scene. Like and then you're going to be, like, so in love after. Oh, my God. You love this fight. All the problems in the world are gone. <laughs> it's such a wonderful movie. And, yeah. you know, I think I, I loved uh, one of those great scenes is towards the end when Charlie finally quit, right? In oh, a, that was lovely. In a parody of the big airport chase scene, you know? <laughs> Uh, he overdicked around. Overdicked around. That's a thing. That is a that thing. That is a thing. And uh, so after Charlie quits, Rick comes to his house to ask up for a file mm-hmm. about his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pete... Oh, oh, okay, okay. Okay, I know where we're going there. Pete Davidson's character shows up. And he's just like... Hey, you still working you rem- for this guy? No. <laughs> he just throws his milk tea. Right on to Tay Diggs' character, Rick. You know what? It's That's so what I want to do to capitalism. Like, I want to throw my milk tea on capitalism. You'd have to buy the milk tea. Oh, okay. But then I'd throw it in her face. But you still it's like the it. revolution. Yeah, we live in the system. The... If we live in the system, we have to... Cut the... For next time. 
<laughs> for next time. Okay. 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 So that's it for today. Be sure to like this podcast and tell us if you love it. Uh, send us your feedback over on our Twitter at the Leon Eco with two A's for me. And that's at Joseph Weirdness for me. Definitely keep your eye on this podcast. We are on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes. We are on Buzzsprout. We are on Spotify. We are on Spotify. So you got no excuse because we're giving it to you for free. You're welcome. You can also check out our Tumblr. That's samedifferenceph.tumblr.com. And you can always be up to date whenever a new podcast drops. We so, also post our own individual projects on that Tumblr. So if you're interested in either wrestling or media, be sure to give us a follow over there. That is such an unfair balance. <laughs> if you're interested in wrestling or all other forms of entertainment, entertainment. go there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, definitely check us out online. We're going to wrap this up with today's quote of the day. Today's quote of the day shows us that there is no perfect match. And that you can only be with someone if you come to accept what makes them human. Love despite, bitches. Remember those end yet, folks. We'll see you on the next program. Bye.